before today's Clyde One Super Scoreboard, I want to tell you about our new podcast series, Super Scoreboard, the old firm through the decades, in association with Indigo Unified Communications. Join me, Hugh Evans, and a host of legends from both sides of the divide as we look at the history of the old firm derby from the 1960s to the present day. In the latest episode, John Hartson, the Welsh Dragon, and Peter Lovenkrantz, the Danish Destroyer. To listen, download the Radio Clyde app or search Super Scoreboard, the old firm through the decades, on your usual podcast app. 0141-951-1025 It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard Scotland are now 8 games unbeaten after another win and clean sheet last night This time against the Czech Republic International players now head back to club business So who'll return fit and well for Celtic v Rangers on Saturday And St Mirren have been hit by more coronavirus cases With 3 players missing for their match with Motherwell I'm Gordon Duncan, joining me tonight is Gordon Diel and Mark Wilson what a week it's been Gordon for Scotland Usually we come back on here after international break And say thank goodness it's over But there's a sense uh, that we could do with a wee bit more uh, A wee bit of a feel good factor about Scotland Stevie Clark Not playing the most attractive football But playing winning football And that's the important thing Coming to the, the qualifying stage for these tournaments But we have the big one round the corner Celtic v Rangers to look forward to And all the trimmings and trappings that come with that Plenty of discussion tonight Who will be in the team Who won't Who will be ruled out With coronavirus Who will be ruled out Through injury um, Plenty to talk about Yeah A terrific result For Scotland last night I really enjoyed the game I've got to say I know that uh, They've been criticised By the style of football I thought the fact That the Czechs You know They played an open game I think it suited Scotland Hitting them on the break um, You just wonder You know If you were The Czechoslovakia manager um, Czechoslovakia you, you, you would be in a time machine <laughs> yeah, yeah, t- Czech Republic Sorry <laughs> nearly 90s The manager who's sitting at home The time travelling manager What a job that would be One mistake Leave me alone And you wonder It's only four minutes past six Wait to see ten past I've got my script made up For this guy standing next to me The fact that they didn't score With the chances But all credit to Scotland Our clean sheet Some of the performances Were terrific and a very good goal indeed I really enjoyed that game And well done to Steve Clark It's okay to criticise our national team And you know the the problems that we've had But terrific results I've got to say But Mark's right That's by And now the focus is on Saturday at 12.30 Well that's the thing Mark Because as good as it was And don't worry We will look at all the positives And more between now and the end of the show there will still be people who are saying Thank goodness that's over Because what a return to domestic football we've got Obviously the lower leagues all get up and running And as far as the Premiership go The biggest fixture in our league We've had to wait for a full round of fixtures to pass by And uh, Celtic finally meeting Rangers on Saturday Yeah, it's a brilliant weekend ahead So much good football But the one that obviously tops the bill is Celtic v Rangers And you're right, usually this fixture is out the way by now And you know, there's, there's talk uh, who's... Who's recovered from maybe a defeat Or who's kicking on after a win in these games Well it's still to be seen Who who is the strongest side when it comes face to face Of course the talking point And the disappointing is There's no fans in the ground And how will that affect the actual fixture um, I think it will have an effect on it But 
I'm still excited about it. I'm still excited about seeing the the country's uh, two sets of, of top players going at it and to see who comes out on top. Obviously, Rangers are looking pretty free flowing. Celtic a wee bit more turgid, but still getting results. You know, there's so there's so much to talk about the game. I can't wait till it kicks off at half twelve on Saturday. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. That is the number you need to get in touch with the guys tonight and put your point across. You can tweet as well. You'll find us over there at. Clyde SSB Of course plenty of time uh, To get into the details ahead of Saturday's match Scotland did play last night So it seems like the obvious place to kick things off What did you make of it? What did you make of the international break overall? What stood out for you? What's impressing you? How does this set us up for Serbia? Do all these players that we keep hearing That we've got to come back Do they get back in the team? Given what we've achieved over the last week You tell us 0141-951-1025 or Twitter at Clyde SSB Stevie Clark says The Scotland players have been on a real journey As they bring back the feel-good factor uh, The 1-0 win against Czech Republic last night Makes it 8 games unbeaten For the first time since 1988 Amazing Stevie yeah. Clark says he always believed in the squad they had We have a threat going forward now Whether Lyndon Dykes does well for his up front Ryan Fraser gives us that little bit of injection John McGinn driving us from midfield And both wing-backs looking to get forward So if we have a threat going forward It's always better for everybody Listen, it's it's a slow process. It's a it's a process that probably started at the Luzhniki last last October when we when we lost heavily. We we spoke we spoke at length after that game about making sure that was the low point and we we would build from there. Uh, eight games unbeaten later, I think you can say that we've managed to do that. We've managed to build. The players have got more confidence now. They feel better. I always say about international football: the more caps you get, the better you become at international football, uh, and that's proven to be the case. What did you make of it last night and perhaps overall? Um, look, the, the three points saw it matters in my opinion. I th- I've seen much more talented players play in our squad than this and much more pleasing on the eye uh, squads than this one and get worse results and, and continually fail. So I'll happily take the performance that we got last night and the week before where, you know, we had to ride our luck a wee bit at times. You know, Czech Republic will probably be scratching their heads how they didn't score. But, We've been on the, the wrong end of that so many times. You know, and guys like Declan Gallagher and Stephen O'Donnell, who even myself last week were questioning whether they would be up to the test of these games coming up, have certainly proved me wrong. And it just goes to show that maybe you don't need to be a star playing in the Premiership in England to be a successful international side. The, the side looks to be much more together. They look like, I think it was a Ryan Fraser, maybe I read that, that says they were maybe concentrating a wee bit too much on individuals than as a team. And I thought over this last week, they look like a bunch of boys who are desperate not to let each other down, who are desperate to put blocks in and throw their bodies on the line and don't particularly care much about their own individual performance, but more about the team performance. And Steve Clark's done amazing to bring that together because it's been a tough week for him. Losing guys through through coronavirus tests, losing guys through injury, and he's had to bring these boys together. And it's what Steve Clark was brilliant at, at Kilmarnock, putting a side together like that and making it difficult. And we're getting to see that now at Scotland, that's all that matters. Right, what did you make of it last night? What about the international break overall? How does it set us up for the Serbia game? 01419511025. It sets us up very well for the Serbia game. I think the, the big point, uh, plus point for us is the fact that I think we've found a system. I think the, the three at the back certainly works. Um, there's some terrific performances 
I know what Mark's saying and I said it as well The Czechs will find it Surprising they didn't score But I thought we played very well last night I really did I'm, I'm the same Gallagher Constantine comes in for his second cap He's been terrific Question marks about Can McTominay play there I thought he was terrific last night McGinn And over the, the full break yeah, You would yeah, have to say McGinn is a captain uh, in, in, in place of Andy Robertson But And you've got the guy Dykes up front I loved Dykes and Ryan Fraser last night Little and large combination That we used to see years ago Mark when I played I was always large um, I'm not the guy that gave you the team talk on the Eddie Lodge. Yeah, yeah that was we Eddie um, <laughs> That's why you love it so much <laughs> That's how I always remember it But I just I, I like And Dykes for for me I cannot believe how he's taken to international football I've been really impressed Now there's a lot of things out there You're right you said Gordon What about the guys that's to come back Because we've got good players to come back Make no doubt about that But when you look at the performances of our team and I said last night, I really enjoyed that game. Steve Clark's biggest headache will be what mm. personnel he puts into the shape. Yeah, Mark, you look at those names. Kieran Tierney, Ryan Christie, Stuart Armstrong, Scott McKenna, Liam Palmer, perhaps Lee Griffiths. All guys that many people would, would want to play. But, but, but where does that leave the, the Declan Gallagher's, the Andy Considines, the Stephen O'Donnell's, the Ryan Fraser's, the guys who came in and, and did yeah. so well? It's an unbelievable headache that Steve Clark's got because... You know, I touched on it before These guys are individually brilliant players Who walk into most teams or, or their club sides And when it was last week We were on here talking how much of a, a tragedy it was That we were missing these guys And how we were going to cope But it goes to show you If you've got actual players who play for the team Who who play for each other Then you can grind out results like we've done in the last week Whether you never know You put the quality players in It might have been a bit different it's something that Stevie Clark's going to have to work out um, what he prefers. Do you put your your stars back in, your out-and-out stars, the, your premiership players, your, your players that are playing for Celtic and whoever else, or do you go with these guys who have contributed so much to this eight-game run? It's a tough one. What do you think? Who's nailed on then? Who has earned themselves a place in that Serbia game? And who do you think could come back in? What have you made of that international break? Let us know on the phones or on Twitter. Stevie Clark uh, says uh, he is now thinking about that Euro playoff final in Serbia, but the Nations League is equally as important to him. We wanted a big month at home. We knew three home games was important, obviously, to beat Israel and be in the playoff final. We managed to achieve that. But we were also determined, that's why we didn't talk up too much after the Israel game about Serbia, because we wanted to concentrate on these two matches. We felt there was a chance to pick up at least four points, if not six. We've managed to get the maximum points. That puts us in a really good position going into the group stage next next month after the Serbia game. And a big chance to win it, which would obviously get us promotion to the A group, which is where we want to be. We want to be challenging ourselves against the top teams because that's the only way you'll improve. It'll improve our standing in the, the rankings and hopefully come the, the next World Cup draw, we, we get a, a favourable draw. That's the thing This Nations League I know it's a bit confusing It's not grabbed everyone's Attention But it is actually So important Mark mm. Wilson We've now got a nice cushion At the top Four points clear in that group If we go on and win that group One more victory will do it Israel or Slovakia away We have A very 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 good chance Of a World Cup playoff place yeah. for, for the next World Cup Yeah, yeah I mean I, I was the same I'm probably the same as A lot of people out there And like you just said You know I'm scratching my head What does that mean was I taking a lot of interest? Mm, don't know. 
arm now Now that uh, You know We know that stat We're just Inches away From getting A World Cup playoff spot And anything can happen in that I mean we've been crying out Since 1998 To go to a, a Major tournament But it's, It'd be great to go to the Euros It would be But the World Cup's the one You always want to get oh, to Don't get ahead of yourself Hold on So now the Euros Isn't good enough for you no, after all I'm, I'm going for World Cup okay. Is it in Qatar? Is it the, the, I'm thinking it's Super imagine scoreboard the, Imagine team. the colour of your face oh, After listen, a week in Qatar Old factor Just 50. flying into the airport Would be enough for him I mean how good would it be yeah? We've got a heat in our backs Yeah yeah Come on, Steve. Come on, Steve and the boys. <laughs> <Turn> <laughs> right, 01419511025. That is the number you need. We're asking you, what about the guys that have, have come in and performed so well? Do they stay in for the Serbia game? Who might come back in and replace them? And any other thoughts you've got on that international uh, performance last night and the last few games? John is on the line. What about these fringe players, if you like, John or debutants or whatever you want to call them? Should they stay in the team? Well, as I said, I, I was listening to Gordon what I went on about Andy Considine. And to me, <coughs> excuse me, that guy should be in the squad a while ago. Because he's never, he's like a bit Russell Anderson, he never lets Aberdeen down, you know what I mean? So I think he should be, he should be kept in the team. So I did, so I did. What did you make of the back three impression? Yeah, yeah very good. I thought we actually kept the same back three for ye- the two games. Yep. Um, I thought that uh, McTominay's really grown into that role. Uh, Gallagher has been absolutely terrific There's no doubt And his, his form at club level hasn't been the greatest um, Considine I think everybody is And well done to lad He's so passionate The way he comes out and talks about it How much it, it means to him um, I think that'll be the big decision when Because you've got Cooper Who's a captain of a Leeds team That's playing in the, the Premier League down in England Yeah I left you've, him off my list My apologies Yep, yeah, You've got Tierney coming back in there Who is a top top player So that may change I don't know uh, Everybody is jumping on the well He should have been in years ago He never lets Aberdeen down You can argue against that Or you can argue for it The fact is he's in the now And he's grasped his chance But I don't think that it'll be the same sort of team. My personal opinion is up front. I liked what I seen last night with Dykes and Fraser. Now, I know Griffiths will probably come into contention if he starts doing what he does best, scoring goals and getting games with Celtic. But I just like that partnership last night. I really do. What did you make of the, the strikers, John? Have we stumbled across this number nine that we've been waiting for? How's Lyndon Dykes? Uh, he's, he's done he's done really well, you know what I mean? I think maybe Celtic could have they could have maybe done with him as as who is it? Is it Mark said last night? Uh, Mark Warburton has done well taking a chance for him, you know what I mean? They say if they sell him the wind transfer window, you're doubling your money. You know what I mean? He's, the big guys took the international football at a duck to water. You know what I mean? Really, really yeah. really done well. But as I say, I think as Gordon says there, if, if I mean we we Fraser done well, but I think we we Griffiths would be the perfect foil for that guy, man. So I do if he, if he gets back scoring goals, hopefully so. Hopefully we'll do Can I, can I make more point Gordon? Don't worry I'll give you plenty of time Mark I think you raise a good point though John So I'm keen to get Mark's thoughts on it I can, A lot of people are making that Ooh, I like the look of Lyndon Dykes It would be nice to see What Lee Griffiths can do Up alongside him mm. And and it would um, But Ryan Fraser did Pretty yeah. well up alongside him For two games now So Listen there's a lot of work For Lee Griffiths to do um, Before he gets back In the Celtic team I, I get what people are saying If he's back fit And you know He'll instantly go into The Scotland team But you're right Ryan Fraser the more games he plays as well Remember we were chatting about Ryan Fraser last week And saying He's not had a lot of football Well In this past week He's certainly shown that he's He's a top player 
And Dykes I think When you look at the full system And the players Especially that played last night It's players who Are familiar with that system Who know their jobs You know Gallagher And Considine Out and out defenders Who know how to play They're comfortable McTominay Maybe a wee bit different But he's that quality Can fit in Dykes Dykes knows how to play a target man Especially with a smaller guy Round about him He done it for Livingston It's how he won his move Did you ever think he could Come into international football So quickly and have the impact That he's had No No I'll be honest Because I think there's a big jump From Being the main man from Livingston To going the main man at Scotland No matter how good you are I think there's still A a sense at Livy That you're up against it And you're always battling for that Bigger move And it's slightly different when You then become the main man at international Obviously All eyes are on you People expect of you so it's a totally different mindset. I think he's done great. From I think going. the moves helped him. Mark. Yeah. I think I think yeah. the fact that a manager's come in and paid uh, roughly around about two million. Get, uh, you can take it either way. You can think, oh, hold on, I mean that's a big price tag to have in my shoulders, or you think I'm taking so much confidence that somebody's prepared to uh, uh, pay two million for me, and I think he's just taking that right onto the international scene, and he gets his first goal for Scotland early as well. I think he has been absolutely terrific Right, to combine the two then John If Lee Griffiths is going to come back in for Scotland Does that start this weekend against Rangers? I would start Griffiths in a heartbeat against Rangers oh, I mean, him and, to me, him and Edward They straight feed into Rangers no, I mean, especially Edward Because I, I personally think Edward will play And I know Gordon always speaks, touches on the three-five-two. I think that's the way we'll go on Saturday and I've, I've got my, t- my team anyway for Saturday, you know what I mean? A couple of, a couple of guys coming back, you know what I mean? With Rogic and Edward and Griffiths, I hope he plays the three of them. I mean, but maybe it's a bit, a t- bit too far for the three of them, but I would, I would have played the three of them. I would have the goalkeeper, Barkas, Ayer, Duffy and Julian, with McGregor, the usual, usual and Brown, and Frimpong eh, and Cham. And El Yanusi, or they could still play. I don't know if they'll play the the, the Uruguayan boy. I don't know if they'll throw him in. But I, I would play. I would play Rogic or Griffiths behind behind Edward. So I would. I would go for it. But I mean, by the way, all good players on their day and, and have proven very successful in this fixture on their day, John. But Rogic and Griffiths have played what maybe twenty twenty minutes, half an hour between them. Um, in many months And Edward's been isolating for 14 days Or 10 days or whatever it is So would you really see all three of them going into play? I don't think maybe as I said Gordon, I don't think all three will play But I would definitely play I would definitely play Edward So I would, I would definitely Because he strikes fear into Rangers Even the fans And see as somebody said They touched on their day Me only won't have a big team talk to do in Saturday Because everybody's wrote us off And I'll tell you I'm going to come on here I'll put my heart on my, my sleeve Celtic will beat them in Saturday Rangers And I think that'll be their season over You know what I mean? Their bottle will go as, as they usually do You know what I mean? You're a bit early with that John season over Um I think that the big question mark Because if you look in past games Neil Lennon rarely In fact I don't think he's played a three At the back against Rangers I think he's normally a four Gordon But I think because of personnel reasons I think it will be the three With the two wing backs Um, Question marks Will Edward be fit enough Because I don't know Does it tomorrow he gets back into the Mm. country Uh, Me personally You can look at and and Dan the producer Great conversation with him Before we come on You look at going back to The game against Rangers When he was on the bench And the impact he made When he came onto the pitch Was absolutely brilliant But me personally 
if everything's okay and I have a chat with Edward, I think you've got to start him. Got to play him. I mean, what, two weeks out? Players only start losing fitness probably after about three weeks. Two weeks out, he's not missed a lot of football. He's got to start. If he's back in the country in time, yep, straight in. Okay, thank you very much to John. Plenty more where those types of calls came from, I would imagine, as we build up to Saturday. Uh, we've also got Scotland on their minds as well. Ryan Fraser, one of the key men for Scotland last night. We're going to hear from him next. You are the voice of Scottish football. Call 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Gordon DL is in the building. Mark Wilson is alongside them. They're looking back on Scotland's victories over the last couple of days and, of course, the small matter of Celtic against Rangers on Saturday as well. So keep the calls coming in 01419511025 or you can tweet until your heart's content at Clyde SSB. James McCluskey says the team did well last night, well done, but in the second half we got battered. We'll have to pick our strongest available in every game maybe if you want to qualify for top tournaments. Uh, we found a system though, that's important. Um, and Chris says Great result for Scotland over the last week Surely someone has to mention The mighty San Marino For their massive nil-nil with Liechtenstein The result of the international break No We will not Because I think their 7-0 hammering uh, By Scotland under 21 level Puts that into Kicks that into the long grass Gordon what about The, the, the first tweet I read Talking about The system And that, that being the important thing That Scotland have found Yeah I mean, We had it before this break But has it no. been fine-tuned Yes, I think it is. I think the players are buying into it. That's the most important thing. It was a strange one because Steve Clark and club level always played by back four. He liked to back four, and I thought when he went into international management, that's the shape he was going to go with. But he's went with a three, and even when he came in for a bit of criticism about McTominay playing that right side of the back three, he stuck with it, Gordon. Uh, he believed in it. And what uh, have you made of him since in that role? I think he's been. Terrific I really, McTominay's a, a top player He's a top player uh, I know that it's so cliche Well you don't play But he is a he is a very very good player I think that the players have settled into the system I I know what we were saying last night about the Czechs they're, they're a quality side They played some real good football But we look dangerous We look confident Yeah we could have lost a few goals of course But we still won the game We still got a clean sheet I just think that we've got to take a lot of positives out of it. Right, let's bring in William on the line and see what he's taking away from it. Hi, William. Hello, good evening, guys. He's okay. Yeah, not bad at all. What's on your mind? It's just to make a wee point about promoting our league through our national team. Mm-hmm. I think it's great. To, I think it's great to see uh, players from Motherwell, players from Livingston, players from our league uh, making the jump to national team and a seamless jump to national team and. It doesn't seem to, but it doesn't seem to have any problem, and I think that I think through the last twenty years that's probably been my problem. We look at levels, we look at different things, we look at where players are playing, and we should be just looking at the individual. We should be just looking at the individual at playing at a decent, playing at a level in our, our league. Do you know what? We should be promoting our league through the national team, and for years and years we've not been doing that. We've been looking at play. Wouldn't the players play the English Premiership, which is all we've done through the national team anyway? But I'm not saying I'm not saying take these guys out. But what I'm saying is we should be we should be looking at these guys and looking at the level that are playing it. And our, our Scottish level isn't that bad, and we seem to knock it every every time every time we 
we get somewhere, we seem to be knocking our league and knocking our level, and I don't know why. I don't know where that comes mm. from. What do you make of that, Mark? Because, listen, the level you're playing at, that's where you play week in, week out. So mm. it, it does sort of speak volumes for for your ability. But, you know, you know, William's right if we pick out a couple of examples. Take the back three, for instance. Liam Cooper, and I'll try and word this carefully, because this is not meant to be anything close to a criticism of Liam Cooper. He's having a brilliant career, promoted from the Championship. When they play for Scotland Because you're in there Doing a job Does he look like He's head and shoulders Better than, than Declan Gallagher Or uh, Andy Considine Probably not so, so how important is it That you find guys That come in And, and just do a function Do a job within yeah, the team Yeah not the games That we've seen so far Declan Gallagher And Andy Considine's obviously Playing part of winning teams So it's easy for us To, to judge them just now yeah, and like say, I, yeah. I acknowledge that Because over the you know 40 games I a think, season Or whatever it would Yeah be. I think Williams I would agree with him To a certain extent I think a couple of years ago the Scotland, the full Scotland setup was too occupied looking down south at people who had grandparents or whoever relations that they could qualify for Scotland instead of probably looking at a league and thinking who's the top players here. We've seen an influx of players coming up that, you know, with English accents, there's no, there's nothing wrong mm. with that, mm. but bring them up and they're not doing the job and we're overlooking players. Um but I still believe that if we have got quality players who who are playing at the top level, of course you've got to utilise them. Yeah. I mean, the argument to, to what William's saying there, if you have to judge players and how they are just now in our league, you'd probably say before these two games that Stephen O'Donnell and Declan Gallagher weren't having their best season. Stephen O'Donnell's just point. back in the side and Declan Gallagher's had a ropey start. So what you're saying, Mark, is when we come to the next game, you've got, obviously, um, Cooper... McKenna's in the championship with Forrest Tierney with Arsenal So we replaced our back three last night with No, back I, three I'm not saying that I, th- I think you have to judge how they're playing If McKenna goes down there and is playing well Week in, week out Then of course he comes into it He's playing at a higher level And he's playing uh, against top players And he's playing well mm-hmm. I don't think it should guarantee him Because he's playing at that level No matter how he's playing He should just replace Declan Gallagher Or Andy Considine or whoever it is I think they've got to be playing well And I think maybe in the past Because you played for a big club You would just get in the side No matter how your club Or, or your performances were You'd just go straight in the side I think Steve Carter's got A big job to do now It's it's a big judgement call for him To think you've got these players Playing for these clubs But perhaps Declan Gallagher And Stephen O'Donnell He can trust them In that shape He can trust them He can tr- Don't know how much He, he can trust mm-hmm. Constein Because he's just in the door But he's done well He knows he can play to the shape because it's, it's, not, it's, not, it's not always about comparing player A and player B and saying who's better. It's, no. it's, a, it's worth bearing in mind how do they fit into the, yeah. the specific but here, role. But here's, that, a great, here's a great point for you. Understand what you're saying. You're looking at, well, how are these players playing before that game? Now, if I look at O'Donnell and I look at Gallagher, right? I don't think they were playing particularly well with Mark. That's what Mark said, though. Right? And all of a sudden. Bang So I think that is very As you said the, the judgment But then sometimes your, your, your hand's forced, the, the forced uh, yeah. And look at the response That they've got I I think that You know I don't think We'd been saying this Weeks ago I think that Steve Clark's got a real hmm. You know Dilemma of Who he's going to pick For this important game Who's Who's nailed on now William Who is Definitely a part of Scotland's strongest 11 As we look towards That Serbia game well, I think definitely three in the middle. You know, I think McGregor, McGregor, Jack, and, and McGinn are, are 
You know, I don't think he's going to get better than that. Do you know, I think, see, when you look at, uh, uh, I know a lot of people's talking about Griffiths and Griffiths coming to, to, to partner Dykes, you know. I would I would even look at the boy Nisbet. You know, I would bring the boy Nisbet in for, for Hibs because I think he'd be a great foil for uh, Dykes as well, you know. So, But then if you're talking about bringing Tierney in, for me, Gallagher, it, before, before the Israel game, it was Cooper and one. I got a phone done and you said one and I says it's probably Gallagher and you says well Portis has been playing well and I said well I says it's probably it's probably Cooper and one a Gallagher or uh, Portis mm-hmm. you know now to me to, now to me after these three games it's Gallagher one because Gallagher's been so impressive you've got for me you, you and I'm, I'm sure Clark's noticed that you know uh, and even even uh, O'Donnell on the, on the on the right. I mean, you could probably you could say you say you could say it was probably Palmer before O'Donnell. But O'Donnell's O'Donnell's actually. I mean, there these three games he's done he's done nothing wrong, you know. I think the one that's nailed on is the boy up front. I really do. I f- I think that it doesn't matter who's playing well. Uh, it'd be great to see Griffiths getting back into that squad, make us stronger. Of course, it would be, but. I think that right now, if Dykes is fit for his big game, he is a certain starter. William thinks the midfield three is nailed on Jack McGinn and McGregor. Mark, what about John McGinn? In the age of players being managed and having to sit this one out and get the right amount of game time under pressure from their Mm. club, for him to come in and start all three of those games in the middle of the pitch and put in the shift that he put in last night with the captain's armband as well, Two, two man of the match performances Was it as well um, John McGinn doesn't strike me as a player Who wants a rest at any stage He seems to be a player that just Gets on with um, I think he's a phenomenal player I, I mean I'd, I remember seeing him years ago um, Mar- no, I, I remember he was it, He scored a couple at Celtic Park as well Against Hibs. Celtic for Hibs And I remember watching him that day And thought He has run this game Here I mean this kid's incredible And the engine in him How strong he is By the way as a midfielder Is incredible And he's He's managing to show that In the Premier League down south And pair it with International football as well We're lucky to have a player like him So much good comes from him That driving force From the middle of the park Mm. At international level Is so important Thank you very much to William Let's bring in Ian And get his assessment of it Ian's in Blantyre tonight How's it going? That's going not too bad, thank you, Gordon. And yourselves, are you all well? Yes, can't complain. Lovely. Good. Right, the first point, I've got, I've got two points. I've got point about the game last night. I thought, I thought it was a bit, a bit sloppy and patches up the, see up, up front for fear. Thing we're playing that check, Czechia we're, we're playing or Czechia whatever you call them nowadays. Well, they were, they were running through free spaces next, but thankfully, thanks to David Marshall, we, we got, we got away with it. So that was good. Still. Yeah, I mean they, they missed, didn't they? Gordon? They missed some unbelievable chances. Yeah, I can't. I can't believe the the first half and the second half the two glaring ones. But I think I think he makes a good point because I was saying earlier before we come on show, they were a good side. They passed the ball about. We had to really work last night, and that's why I thought the performance was really, really good indeed. But some of the times that we did get cut open with our passes, and. It was just over hit But all the credit goes to the goalkeeper Because he reads it mm-hmm. He reads the situation Gordon We still keep a clean sheet Yeah the Czechs will be obviously disappointed But the confidence we can take from that Is incredible uh, And we still win the game And remember We had our chances as well 
You know, I thought in the break we looked very good. Even Fraser, later on, McBurney hit the bar. McBurney hit mm. the bar, Fraser. You know, I just thought, I was positive mm. about last night. I enjoyed the game. Ian, how close are we then to, to sort of knowing that best team now? Do you think we're, we're getting there? I think we're getting there slowly but surely. I know, I know it's taken us a, a long time right enough to get the actual team, to, to get the right team, but mm-hmm. the like the said, the, the, uh, Ryan Fraser, he, I really... That was a good goal last night. I was watching the highlights last night on STV, and then I was watching it on STV. Then the next to well, listening to the highlights because I, as you know, I'm blind. You see, so I, I just I listen to the highlights every every time it's on, and then when I, I watched the I watched the the ordinary football as well. The, you know, the Rangers and Celtic game and all these uh-huh. other, all the games. But I really didn't. I really did have a few nervous moments right enough but you, I, I don't think you were alone Ian There was so many of them Heart and mouth moments Lyndon Dykes Ryan Fraser Mark What did you make of Did you see Mark Warburton Having a bit of a pop today He was disappointed oh. That Lyndon Dykes Started all three games For D- Scotland Disappointed that Your new signing Is Has been a success story For Scotland How can you be disappointed At that You make a new signing Two million quid Now I know you want them To play week in week Wanted out Wanted them to be rested A bit more oh, like international football These nation league games and, and qualifiers Are so important to us Steve Carter's got a job to do Is to pick the best Starting eleven And to get results Steve Clark's not even thinking about Resting players at this stage So Nah I think that's a load of nonsense If players turn up for international duty They should be proud to represent their country And they should be able to play Three games in a week No problem Well you said it McGinn Is playing the Premier League The top league and he was desperate And the work rate he put in last night Look Of course manager It's not just one manager There'll be Every manager Really worried about his players Playing three games mm. That's just They're being selfish Gordon But so has Steve Clark Got to be selfish Because If he's not getting results And putting us It's not like it was position, a friendly I explained exactly. the scenario A minute ago How important that one could was. be last night And he ends up losing his job So he's got to look after himself He's got to look after the nation and he does his best to look after the players But you're going to get It's not just one one manager Every manager moans Just before we let you go Ian Are you starting to get excited about the weekend? Yeah I'm, I'm hoping that Hoping that Rangers win But I'm, but I'm not sure I'm, I'm not getting too carried away Because just like John a, f- a few calls ago He was saying that He thinks Celtic's going to win And the league's going to be over on Saturday But I'm, I'm, I'm thinking to myself That's a load of rubbish <laughs> we're at that stage in the week, Mark, where the the, the, the emotional roller coaster that the fans must go through. I only see it from from the phone calls we get, but you must go from confidence to dread somewhere in between, and yeah, it will yeah. ebb and flow between now and yeah. And then the, you hear team, you know, team news. This one's Someone's injured. Uh, this one might make it. So you can see why fans are sitting on the edge of their seat and can't wait for half twelve and Saturday. Right, Ian, enjoy it anyway. That was Ian and Blantyre. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. Great time to get your call. Because we're going to get travel with Stephen And that means you could be up next 0141-951-1025 This is Scottish football's league leader Clyde One Super Scoreboard Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here Waiting on your calls 0141-951-1025 Or on Twitter at Clyde SSB Lots of reaction coming into Scotland's victory last night And a successful international break We're here until 8 o'clock The second hour I can see it very much been dominated uh, by certain league fixtures that are taking part this weekend. So we'll start looking forward um, at seven o'clock. We're going to take one more call at the moment. They're looking uh, back the way. Willie's in Kirkcaldy. How's it going, Willie? I no bad, pal. How's yourself? Yeah, not bad at all. What did you make of it last night then? Pleased? 
Uh, like I say, I think we, we pushed our luck a wee bit at times, but starting uh, to be proud and we, we now seem to be winning matches, grinding it out a wee bit. Like I say, as per chance at hand. Turn the clock back years ago when we were playing bra football and getting gobbed, I'll settle for this. Yeah, it's a it's a fair point. Yeah, yeah I agree. Bro football and getting gobbed, I love that. I agree with you, Wally. Wally, do us a favour, nip down, see how my statue is, make sure it's clean, mate. But no, um, yeah, I definitely, I definitely agree. It's a results-driven business. Yeah, you want your team to play attractive football. Out of the three games, I, I I keep going back to. I really enjoyed last night's game. I really did. I think it suited Scotland as well. They were a very good side. But we've got to get results. I know that everybody wants that little bit, you know, performance. But you're getting clean sheets. You're getting results. There's so much positivity to build on as well. Obviously, we we gave up chances last night, Mark. There's no point in pretending otherwise. They were a good side, which is worth acknowledging. And obviously, we can always do more. But the theme over the last three... See, when it comes to balls in the box, defending set pieces, throwing bodies on the line, that seems to be the bit we've really, really... Got down It's what happens when you put Out and out defenders in Who who take a pride In defending their box But I think you've got to Give the manager Huge credit You look at Steve Clark And Steve Clark got the Scotland job Built on that reputation Where he went to Celtic Park He went to Ibrox Numerous occasions Made it difficult For Celtic Rangers To break them down And Rode his luck at times And got something At the other end you know, that's how we got the job. It isn't a coincidence that now Scotland are playing that way after he's had a bit of time to work on them and getting results. And, you know, it's not pretty to watch, but, you know, we've tried pretty. And pretty pretty football <laughs> hasn't worked for us. And numerous times, we've always been the hard luck story. I'd rather be like this. I'd rather ride our luck. I'd rather have defenders willing to chuck their bodies on the line and grab something the other end and have something to hang on to and actually make it mm. to a tournament. And uh, it looks it looks like we've start we're starting to get that right. It looks like it. But international football, against these top players, you're always going to give up chances. So you're relying on luck. Willie, who are the guys that are standing out for you? Who are the ones that you think we can start kind of building the team around as we try and get there? Well, to be honest, uh, last night, London Dykes, there was a wee bit I spotted one of our breaks fell down and the the Czech centre-back stepped across Lyndon Dykes when the ball was away and he just boughed him out the road. And that was just a bit of sort of blood and guts we want for our players. You know, it's not pretty. Uh, McGinn, I, I think he's one for the future, to be perfectly honest. I think he can boss that midfield. And with the players we've got coming back, I think... But give me a shout. I'm not going to get uh, too overboard about it, and we'll just see what happens come the Serbia again. Well, I I was in Kirkcaldy for ten years, and he explained to Mark what boofed him out the way means. Um, <laughs> boofed, that's a great word. <laughs> Perhaps uh, brilliant. No, I'm I'm with you, Wally. You're very positive. You're right. I just think with McGinn was as a captain last night, led by example. I thought he was absolutely brilliant. But I thought everybody put a shift in, worked very hard. And once again, we keep saying, well, we've not really played them. The, the Czechs are a good side. Yeah, and Lyndon Dykes, he's, he's got quite a bit to his game, Mark. Bouffed, as, as well you mentioned. Mm-hmm. He's, he's got a kind of nastiness. He's 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 a handful. He's going to rough people up. He's he's going to get in their faces. 
But actually when he's asked to bring players into play And, yeah. and do the, the, yeah. the technical stuff He's, he's proven pretty good I think it? technically he, he's pretty good I even noticed that at Livingston He wasn't a your out and out target man That that's the way he scored his goals he, You know technically And, he can, and he's, he's quite quick He's a powerful yeah. runner So if you need to you know, turn it in behind yeah. Last night you seen it You know when he had to play that We pass through it You know he knows how to do it But um, again I think we've we've stumbled across something I don't think London Dykes would have been number one choice By any means If we had everybody available But it looks like he fills that role that Steve Clark uh, Likes to play You know that dominant striker up front It gives us It gives a whole host of mm. uh, a ways to play You can go along to him You can go on his chest Or you can go on his feet or in behind It's a, it's a perfect um Role that we want uh, From our number 9 striker I mean Ryan Fraser says Stevie Clark's got the Scotland players Working as one And that's the key to the success It was his goal of course Last night Which stretches that Nations League Lead at the moment He says it's just a, a changed camp I think we can achieve Anything we really want To put our minds to um, It's been a year in, of, of hard work Since the managers came in And getting his It was never just going to be Done overnight And you can see all the stuff That he's been Kind of pounding into us in the last year and what he wants from us and you can see that we don't we don't look like conceding in, in too many goals in games and we don't concede chances you don't see David Marshall making loads and loads of saves where we're backs against the wall and we know we've got quality in the team and if we can score one goal we always know we've got the chance to win maybe beforehand we didn't bail each other out because we're looking after ourselves but he's just got that morale and that, that squad togetherness that we've got now to If somebody makes a mistake Don't think about yourself Go and bail him out Because he'll bail you out next time So um, he's got that in us There's no cliques There's no little groups It's when you go for dinner There's never You're not sitting by beside the same people It's you're always you're just always Talking to someone new Or and the more you find out Against people in the squad The more you respect them A little bit more Away from football And then you work harder for them So I think he's got that He's got that into us And yeah Just even on the training pitch You just look at everyone And everyone's just smiling again Everyone wants to come away And everyone wants to play for Scotland And that's 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 a positive obviously Yeah I think that's Always a challenge At international football The the cliques Inevitably you get them You know He's right at dinner time Where the Rangers guys Stick there The Celtic guys Whatever I mean, The English guys Ryan Jack right. and Callum McGregor Will go out Toe to toe against each yeah. other This weekend But they were right next to each other Last night And that that's it's the way brilliant. it has to be it's, it's the way you build A successful squad So that is great to hear um, And he's You know he's, he's saying exactly What I said earlier Guys willing to Put their bodies on the line You know Not scared to make a mistake Because um, You know Mistakes will happen But there's always Someone there to dig you out And that's why Stephen Cl- uh, Steve Clark is, is getting results You know And it builds When you go eight unbeaten it builds The next time the squad meets up They've got that behind them And they're feeling good About themselves Going into the next game And that's the important thing Yeah I think uh, I'm not getting Too caught up About who you're sitting Next to for dinner um, I think it's all about What you do in the park If you're prepared to Go that extra few yards For your teammate Or you know If he makes a mistake Be there to encourage him And but There's try- the thing about International football that, that it is a big jigsaw We would love to go out there Pass teams off the park And, and play wonderfully But even small things like Not having call-offs Guys who are turning mm-hmm. up all the time Guys who are willing to play Three games in a week You know All of these things do And I know they've become a bit Maybe kind of cliche over the years But they are important I think I think it says a lot just now for the manager I think they're buying into You know The way he's playing The formation uh, His tactics There's going to be lots of times When we're under a cosh But is that 
desire to make sure another clean sheet's so important to you. And if we have to win one nil all the time, then fine, we'll take that. There's no problem with that. We look organised again. Um, we're still it's still there. Let's not get carried away. We've got massive games coming up. But I just think that the last three games have been very positive. Last night was really good for me. What was that word again? Bowfed. Bowfed. Right. Willie, I'm going to have to bout you off the line. It's time for the news. Good to speak to you. Right. Cheers. Take care, fellas. All the best. Cheers, good Willie. man. That was Willie. And Kirkcaldy takes us up nicely at the time for this. Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the scottishsun.co.uk slash football. Right, it's Thursday night On Saturday lunchtime There is a massive game In the Scottish Premiership Between Celtic and Rangers So let's get stuck Right into that one After we play Beat the Pundit It's your chance To win a signed ball If you get more questions Right than Mark or Gordon 01419511025 Your chance to beat the Pundit Is up next The lines close at 7 o'clock Tackle the headlines 01419511025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Mark Wilson and Gordon Diel are here They spent the first hour looking back on a successful international break for Scotland Let's turn our attentions to the weekend Celtic against Rangers kicks us off on Saturday lunchtime Of course we've got the return of the lower league action as well So all your thoughts on the big one in the east end of Glasgow And anything else domestic football that's on your mind Now is the time to get it in 01419511025 And we'll do that after this Beat the Pundit with the Scottish Sun For the best football news and opinion online thescottishsun.co.uk slash football Very difficult preparation for Beat the Pundit Gordon DL, we, we all know that he's struggling He's got his dodgy hip Well, he sat on the dodgy stool in the <laughs> studio during the news uh, He fell, almost broke, said hip I thought we were going to have to rush it and rush it in. That was ridiculous. <laughs> Set me right up there. Roger Hanna. That was a belter. Roger, Roger. That was good. Honestly, landed in the floor there. Did he? Right there, Roger yeah. fell off it as well. That's yeah. Good. That was funny. Too many, much of bake offs. Anyway, right, let's bring in tonight's Beat the Pundit contestant. Callum is calling in from Easter House this evening. How's it going, Callum? Aye, not too bad. How's yourself? Yeah, not bad at all, Callum. I, I, I'm getting a bit bored of asking, to be honest, because it's pretty obvious that everyone just waits for a Thursday night to try and take advantage of one of these two. Is that accurate? Um, I'm not sure. I've listened to the show for quite a while, but that's the first time I've been on beat the pundit, to be honest. Ah, I'm a bit nervous, mate. <laughs> Calm down, you're all right. We'll talk you through it. <laughs> we will talk you through it, Callum. It's dead simple. I'm going to toss the coin. If it's Mark Wilson, if it's heads, you play Mark Wilson. If it's tails, you take on Gordon. And it is tails It's Gordon DL Fresh from his collapse Off the stool So hopefully you've managed to, You're right feeling I'm good I'm composure. good I'm coming back For Tuesday nights Because you're saying That Callum sounds nervous But you look flustered After no, that No I'm right up for us Are you sure oh, Deep breath. Right okay Did you lose on Tuesday Tiebreaker remember Oh you were hopeless at it You were miles off 3-3 three, three. So It was a close but You game. lost the tiebreaker yeah I lost the tiebreaker Alan Hutton Appearances with Rangers I went 65 <laughs> and the answer was what 120 or even miles away yeah. right anyway so I'll give Gordon DL we've heard enough of him I think Callum you'll agree so I'll make him disappear for a bit it's the best he's sounded 30 seconds on the clock it's pretty simple you don't need to know anything other than you can pass so if you don't know it just pass quickly that's the key the guys who do well always pass quickly and move on you ready? yep ready right your 30 seconds starts now how many league titles has Scott Brown won? Um, 13 Name any of Hamilton's Betfred Cup group opponents 
Pass How many times have Inter won the European Cup or Champions League? Three Which club did Rangers sign Pedro Mendes from? Uh, Portsmouth What nationality is Hibs goalkeeper Ophir Marciano? Uh, Israeli In what year did Rivaldo win the Ballon d'Or? Uh, mm, 2004 Okay, let's bring back Gordon Diel, can you hear us? Uh, yeah Sorry, <laughs> are we interrupted? No, 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 fine Sounded a bit distracted, right 30 seconds on the clock Same set of questions, your time starts now How many league titles has Scott Brown won? Eight Name any of Hamilton's Betfred Cup group opponents Sorry? Any of Hamilton's Betfred Cup group opponents uh, Annan How many times have Inter won the European Cup or Champions League? Three Which club did Rangers sign Pedro Mendes from? Uh, Porto What nationality is Hibs goalkeeper Ophir Marciano? Uh, he played for Israel In what year did Rivaldo win the Ballon d'Or? Uh, 94 <laughs> he put me off That's ridiculous That's exactly what you do to him No I don't do you it do. badly as, as soon as he gets one wrong You laugh at him And he gets well, flustered And it was interesting to Scott see Brown, the, I can't the tactics tonight He did the exact same I thing know, to did. you He got me with Scott Brown Eight one. titles Scott Brown's won uh, uh, Has he won more? Well Celtic have just won nine in a row haven't they? Listen, nah, let's, let's reveal oh, the answer They may not have been there he was there longer than that oh, sorry, sorry. Anyway, right <laughs> Never mind uh, Callum Do you think you've done enough? He sounded flustered, didn't he? I, I did a bit, aye um, I, I took a stab at that How did you find it with the pressure on? Um, it was actually What I said earlier I, thought it was I, I agree I agree Sounding like he's made his international <laughs> debut there Once I sailed into the game I was alright <laughs> few, few simple passes Just to ease my way into the game That's on Carl Do you know what? I agree That's exactly yeah. how it went How many league titles Has Scott Brown won? It's ten I was unlucky I was only two out Callum no, didn't get it either nah, You're fine. Callum Ball, Name any of Hamilton's Betfred Cup group opponents uh, Callum didn't get any You got Annan 1-0 to Gordon DL I wouldn't be so sure Ah certainty It's over a line Really? Yeah Put that ball back Wow That's confidence It would be an awful shame If that came back to bite you Wouldn't it? How many times have Inter Won the European Cup Champions League? That was obviously a guess No no I know all that Three Correct Callum Cal- got it Oh great he, Well done he, Callum He trails you by one Yeah I know that one What club did Rangers sign <laughs> Pedro Mendes from It's Portsmouth Not Porto Callum got it right Oh not Callum's, you sure? <laughs> yes I'm sure I know I know. to be I know oh, all right, Callum You're talking too much Go on Callum <laughs> <laughs> What nationalities Hibs keeper off here Marciano Just played against Scotland Couldn't yeah. save the penalties Unlucky yeah. for him uh, He's Israeli You both got it Three each Oh no I'm starting to worry here In what year did Rivaldo Win the Ballon d'Or Mark Mark would you take a guess at that 2002 99 So None of you got it There were some easy questions to come But that's as far as you got Which means it's three all And for the second time in a week It goes to a tiebreaker After you sounding so confident as well Ah well done Callum Right here's the deal Callum I'm going to read the question Gordon will write his answer down And I'll then hand over to you To give me your attempt Okay Right okay Right let's do it how many goals did Steven Gerrard score in his entire club career? Write it down quickly, please. How many goals did Steven Gerrard score in his entire club career? Callum, what would you say? Hurry up. Uh, I'll go for 150. 
150 a nice round number Gordon's gone 121 The answer Is 191 Callum in Easterhouse The same ball is yours He's got his head in his hands DL is distraught The second time in a week He's lost a tiebreaker We are delighted At his misery I'm like, I'm like breaking now Everybody's taking me on And giving me a doing Callum you're a good man The same ball's on his well way done, Well Callum. done Callum Cheers, thank you. Uh, I'm not really mean it, mate. Don't know. Oh, okay, you You're all over the place. Two defeats in a week. I know. What a bad <laughs> international break it's been for you. Three threes and two defeats in the tiebreaker, mate. Uh, well, uh, oh. I'm gutted. No. I am I mean, really gutted, mate. Even. Um, uh, no, but, there's no, an interesting reaction. Greg Wilde, who a very familiar name to us always, oh, he's, he's tweeting saying? already. He says, "Ha ha ha, many ha ha has uh, does a bottom of the table." He says, yeah, yeah, two, yeah. "Two defeats in a week, so, him. two out of two, 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 two honestly." Pressure's on. Wilde right. thought he was quick. He never seen the dazzle on his head. Then boom, she let him. Not as quick. On, you're, you're quick at passing and <laughs> beat the pundit. I'll give you that much. <laughs> that was poor, wasn't it? Right, oh one four one nine five one one zero two five on the phones at Clyde SSB. On Twitter Now I'll admit It's been a bit of a strange build up It's been great for Scotland It's been very successful And it's been brilliant Hopefully we go on and, and finish the job off Against Serbia next month But what it has meant It's been a disrupted build up To what's usually a long week Building up to, to Celtic and Rangers And all the predictions And all the nerves And all the confidence So let's get stuck right into it For the last hour of tonight's show And of course tomorrow as well Let's hear from Celtic boss uh, Neil Lennon He's obviously got Coronavirus on his mind He says clubs can't keep losing players Because of uh, the virus He does bring back Hodson Edward tomorrow Will he play? That's the other question uh, But Neil Lennon's been speaking to Sky Sports News And says something has to be done It can't go on the way it's going you know, Because we're losing too many players Not just us but a lot of other clubs as well And even you know, countries You know, If you look at the Czech Republic for example In the, the previous round They had to completely change the squad And you know, it totally dilutes the quality and, you know, the integrity of the competition. It's very difficult for me to say, look, you're not going to play for your country. That's something I would never want to do to a player. But, you know, these are unprecedented times and we're in a, you know, very, very difficult situation. You know, even at home now, it looks like, you know, the the virus seems to be ramping itself up again. So, ideally, we, we don't want them to travel, but, you know, we're not going to, you know, point the finger at them and say, look, you can't go. Yeah, I can understand from a manager's point of view, Gordon. Um, I do find. But Neil Lennon says something needs done. Uh, aside from cancelling all international games, what 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 is that thing? Because I think that's the only way you can do it. Because even that doesn't guarantee anything. I mean, players no, are getting see, it at a club uh, level yeah, as well. Celtic might not be, but but I think I think you've got a bigger risk um, because you. Once again, you're talking about the bubbles. And they're within the Celtic bubble. If they go, for instance, in a Europe, um, to go and play with their countries, you know, be- between Celtic's bubble and getting to wherever their country's bubble is, you know, look, it's a virus just now that how how can you say about worry about the players and the fact that it's just. So I'm finding this very hard to explain To be honest with you Sounds it Hi I know <laughs> just Carry on Carry on I, I, I just I, My personal opinion is I still take his uptake no, no no My personal opinion is I would not have International football just now Because of the travelling And everything that goes with it I think it's hard enough To try and keep our own domestic game going And you're right about club There's St Myrne today 
uh, getting it again. And I just think that we're putting more players at risk by travelling right. all what, over what, the world. What we do know at the moment, though, Mark, I mean, this this game's going ahead unless something drastic happens tomorrow. And, and games are going ahead and teams all across the country, all across the continent, quite simply have to take it in the chin. So if we if, if we limit ourselves to that just for this weekend, how, how will it impact the fixture? Celtic Rangers how, yep. uh, Well Yeah I think it will I think when you're missing players And you think Edward will come back in and play I think Edward will come in Start and play Start the game uh, Yeah for me Yeah I don't think he loses too much fitness after two weeks But you know the other guys that are missing I think Celtic have got an argument to say that they would play So of course that impacts Neil Lennon's starting lineup. The argument is that Celtic have got a big enough squad with quality players They should have players to come in and replace them It's probably... Different from You know your Kilmarnock the other night Where they're putting out Youth boys It's different from Maybe St Mirren I'm hearing Jim Goodwin say It's big players That are missing And they've not got the strength and depth To cover it um, How can you stop it? Well For me I don't think you can stop it You just need to take it in the chin And We we cried about getting football back so much And we're all grateful For getting it back I think we We're all aware that We would have to make some sacrifices Along the way and this is Sadly this is it uh, And it's not nice for managers And it's certainly not nice for players Who are missing out in this big fixture Who when I know Playing for Celtic And Daz knows Playing for Rangers You look at that fixture card And you look for Rangers or Celtic So guys who are missing it I do feel for them But it's the sacrifices we have to right, make Right Ross is a Rangers fan In Lark Hall Ross What are you thinking ahead of this game then? Well, even panel How's it going? Hi, not bad Ross Not bad yeah, I think Steven Gerrard's got a headache in midfield to make because he's obviously got Ryan Jack back but Davis, Kamara and Arfield have been superb the last three weeks. I just think Rangers will win it in the midfield no matter who he picks. Who would you pick? Who, pick? who would you pick? Well, I would have Arfield up in the front three and not play Hadji and then play the three of them, Davis, Kamara and Jack. Mm-hmm. Do you think you lose a bit of what Scott Arfield has been doing in the last couple of weeks if you do that? Uh, I don't think so because he, d- he played all right the later stages of last season. Is is the front three? I'm sure a, a bit in the wing. He was good. I think Arfield's he's got to be a certainty anyway. He's got the first name in the list. Gordon, who 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 is nailed on then? Because mm, R- R- Ross is right that there's a predicament there for Stephen Gerrard. Uh, uh, the, yeah, the, I'm so looking forward to. Uh, Alisson brings the teams from Celtic Park has got to be really interesting to see how both teams line up he's right it's, it's a good headache to have if everybody's fit there's some very very um, quality players in there I think that Arfield is a certainty Kent's obviously a stick on I think that, that Ross is right I think he will sort of a go with uh, Arfield further up and leave Hadji out which would, would be a big call but I just think away from so, so Jack Kamara and Davis yeah and I think Arfield, obviously, with Kent up there and Morelis through mm-hmm. the middle, I think would be probably my my midfield. No, after Medeiros, I've got to agree. I think the Rangers team is pretty simple to pick with the form of their players. Um, Hadji, I like Hadji. So you don't see any way that that a Davis gets left out or no. or Kamara or, or Jack? You, you don't think any of them have any chance of getting left out? I don't think out? so. I think... The way Kamara and Jack play in that defensive role, I think they've done it pretty well this year. Um, I think they'll play, uh, knowing the, the strengths that Celtic have got and going forward to break things up. I think Davis, 
He's a player who Who looks to go forward All the time And I'm talking in possession And pass it Kent's a stick on Morelos a stick on And I think the way Arfield Has mm. come into the team And He's been brilliant He's been the standout player I don't but, think you can leave him out for Hatchie Do you know something I, I've got a funny feeling that Maybe one, maybe two The managers will show a curveball in there For, yeah, for Saturday well, Funny you should say that Andy Halliday on last night's show Thought a Brandon Barker Or a Jordan, Jordan Jones, Jones curveball I think so Yeah, mm. I, I, do you know I, I, I wouldn't be surprised, Gordon Well, uh, well let me see what Ross would think of that What do you think, Ross? Uh, I mean, then somebody's no, going to have to drop out, aren't they? Too big a game for Jones or Barker I think he needs to go with experience And half, uh, Arfield Jack, Davis and Kamara I'll give you that And I don't know if Davis been left at the Northern Ireland team last night Maybe It'll bring him into 11 definitely Gerard might have had that in his mind If he played three games for Northern Ireland It's a bit much But I've seen he only played five minutes mm-hmm. So I think it's one out of the four I think it's one out of the four I think that You know You look at Davis, Hadji, Jones or Barker I think that's a one out of the four of them Now who do you go with? Do you go with the pace away from home? Um, do you go with And the fact that you were hope, you probably hope that Celtic would play a three To get into the areas be, behind the full backs uh, The wing backs sorry Or do you go with Hadji who's got a lot of good assists You yeah, can well, open up defence What about that Ross because Gordon I think said on Tuesday he, he didn't fancy Hadji to play I think Andy Halliday said the same last night And then there was some reaction on Twitter Saying how can you dare say that you would leave Hadji out He's got the most assists in the Premiership this season But, but you're not buying into that either by the sounds of it uh, I, just, <clears throat> I just think about being at Celtic Park as well I think he's got to go with experience in there And Hadji's not really got that I'd definitely bring him on Maybe about 60 minutes Depending on how the game's going But I, I wouldn't start him I think we've got enough pace up there with Kent And hopefully he'll hurt them And then the experience with Arfield next to him as well How does Celtic combat that then Mark If you're saying that you think that Is, is a nailed on midfield And you, you think it's pretty strong Yeah Celtic's obviously a bit more limited In the sense that they can't call on Ryan Christie Yeah um, I mean that'll be an interesting one Now in Cham you would think He would he would go directly to Cham To fill that role I mean would they go David Turnbull don't know at this early stage It's a big game But Turnbull's shown That he can handle this league No problem At all My, my overriding feeling would be he, he would stick with the three at the back He would go You know from Pong I think he, I think he might play Diego Wax out Really? I, 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 why not? That's a big shout from you Why not? Um, I think the boy's experienced He's an out and out lefty Why not play him? Um, I think he'll go away Brown McGregor obviously El Yanusi And then Cham Behind Edward I think that's the way he'll go So He's went similar in the past That He has those kind of two Two players dropping so in behind no an Edward No place for Griffiths From the start I don't think so A Yeti if he was fully fit um, If a Yeti was fully fit And it depends what kind of week he's had uh, At Lennox Town <clears throat> Possibly um, I just think he might go for that system Where he's trying to control that midfield area I think Celtic have I think been overpowered in there I against think his system's picked for him Mark Because if he goes back to the Now Neil Lennon always plays a four against uh, Rangers um, If he goes back to that You're looking with no forest there There's no balance there Is against. he really suddenly going to abandon three at the back well, Just because he's not done it against Rangers before I mean that's, that's Celtic's formation no, but I, now but is what, it not? What, yeah, Well they can change formation by, with personnel But I think the personnel puts it to a three 
if, if for a stick on You know Because I think there will be no, But is, is, is the thing that sticks it to a three Not the fact that That's what they play And that's what they've, they've played For the last Goodness knows so many yeah, games Yeah but, but you've got to sometimes Tweak your formation To suit what your game plan is And would it be a surprise To go back to 4-2-3-1 For instance If James Forrest was fit Now I know a lot of people May dis- disagree with what I'm about to say Which is not unusual But I think James Forrest is a big game player for Celtic against Rangers. Would you, if he was fit, would you find a way to put him in the team? You wouldn't. I don't think you'd play him at wing back. So you might look at your system to get your players in. I think it will be a three, obviously. Um, I think El Yunusi will play off Edward. Um, I, I really do. All right, thank you very much, Ross in Larkhall. We're building up to the game on Saturday. Get all your thoughts in 0141951125. And we've got a full-time teaser for the guys and yourselves next. Taking your calls on Scottish football. 0141-951-1025. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. We've got Frank, who's a Celtic fan in Greenock on the line. He's standing by patiently to discuss this Saturday's game. Let me quickly get your full-time teaser up and running for you though Full time at Clyde1.com That's where to send your question You send them in The pundits try and come up with the answers And more often than not You catch them out So that's the address Full time at Clyde1.com uh, Simple question Not to say the answers are simple John has been in touch with this one He says Can you name 11 men With Andy or Andrew In their name Who've played for Rangers Since 2000 Andy Halliday Very simple 11 men with Andy or Andrew in their name Who've played for Rangers since 2000 Andy Halliday Yes Stood where you are standing right now last night Uh, Since 2000 mm -hmm. Uh, Andy 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 Little Andy Little Mm -hmm. Another friend of the show Andy Little Andrew Andy Halliday Andrew Marvin Andrews Oh I thought that was a sneaky one I was actually going to say that Ah well you're too slow I thought that was going to catch you Well done No Big Marv uh, Was Gorham retired then? Andy Gorham Andy Double Since 2000 I don't know I'm not Are you right you don't Uh, It's no there then No And Gorham Gun No Uh, Oh Big uh, Andy Webster Yes Oh Okay Mark has Mark got all four of them there? No, uh, no, right. no, no, no We'll no, leave no. it there Marvin Andrews Andy Halliday Andy Little Andy Webster Can you name 11 men With Andy or Andrew Anywhere in their name That have played for Rangers Since 2000 Let's bring in Frank Who's a Celtic fan How are you feeling Frank? A, a day and a half to go Or whatever it is Are you confident? Nervous again You're always nervous eh? Nervous? Always a wee bit nervous um, Celtic and Rangers games You know Mm-hmm do you think you'll be the same come Saturday? Is there is there room for your optimism to grow? Well, there always is, eh? But I think, uh, well, if we've got Edward back and Griffiths back in the team, you know, I don't think there should be many problems, eh? Right, well, say you're Neil Lennon then, Frank. Are you taking the chance on, on Odson Edward? He comes back tomorrow, isolated for the last, uh, was it 10 days? Do you, do you play him? Uh, I think from last season, I'm, I'll, from a goalkeeper, Barkas, he's not so much today, you know, and it's an old defence But Up front You know I mean Griffiths and Edward back You know Shouldn't be many problems eh? oh, Well Frank sounds very he makes con- it, confident He makes yeah. it seem simple Yeah there will be problems It'll be a difficult game um, The big problem for Neil Lennon Is getting his best Team on the pitch Obviously we know That he's got problems um, 
obviously the formation will be three five two with probably you know Edward the question mark will he start him or will he be the impact coming off the bench? Um, I just think we're in for a terrific game. And I think it'll be very tight. I don't think like Mark Frank... said, start him. What's your take again? Remind me. I said start him. I would no doubt about it. No doubt about well, it. I the one t- Frank saying though, the, Griffiths the... alongside him would be. More a question mark for me. I think no, Elian should play there. I think and Griffiths. Griffiths Griffith took part in the game. Was it in Monday? Uh, was that a bounce game against Motherwell? So he's got some game time uh, under his belt. Yeah, I still think Griffiths has got work to do before he merits a start. I think uh, Neil will go for. The, the safer option Are probably El Yanusi But I, I can see why fans Celtic fans Are are seeing Griffiths Back on the pitch Are seeing him involved In the first team squad And going You know what I would just gamble with him And put him in he, he, he gives you so much Set pieces You know that wee bit of sharpness I can see why fans Would want him straight in And gambling Does Edward's form Come into the decision at all Because Neil Lennon Was the one that said it And he left him out mm. He said he's been lacking in form You know if you had an Bang at it Started the season brilliantly Odds on Edward And he then had to isolate for 10 days Would you be much more inclined To, to, to play him this weekend? I, I wouldn't care what form he was in No, no personally um, I would put him in Against Rangers Who, If you're a Rangers defender And you're sitting in the dressing room Waiting for the team lines to come in Whether Edward's playing You know Magnificent or hopeless And he's on that team line You're thinking I'm in for a game today now, you can look at the other side of it, as I said, against Rangers, when he come on as a sub, I think they played Morgan up top at Hamden, and he come on as a sub, you could actually see the Rangers defenders saying, right, here he comes, we're in for a, a tough time now. And he, he made such an impact. I just think this game is so important. There's no fans there. Rangers really have cracked it up by the fact that they're playing good football. They fancy their chances. They've got... Match winners in their team All over their team I think you've got to get your best Starting a living on the park uh, From the first whistle Frank, the lack of Ryan Christie um, Near Beaton, Hatem El Hamed And maybe Odson Edward how, how much does that worry you? Well I would say Christie Christie obviously and Edward You know what I mean But I think Chris, uh, Edward's got to play in it You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean yeah. the guy. The guys agree. I think. I think we're stating the obvious. Mark Christ, Christie would have played, wouldn't he? Uh, yeah, certainly. Right. I think certainly. Yeah, um, and now he won't. Beaton uh, might have El Hamed might have, but, but even if they don't start the game, it, it does still limit Neil Lennon. For instance, because James Forrest's not there, so Jeremy mm-hmm. Frimpong plays on on that right hand side, right? Yeah. No, who, who comes on for him? You no know, idea. At any stage, who, yeah. or, whether tactically or because he's Injured or tired Anything that, that usually Goes into a substitution How does Celtic's right side cope? Yeah that's That's a problem When you're looking at it And you've lost uh, Two out and out Right siders Whichever shape you go El Hamed Could play right wing back Or right back But he's not there Forrest Right wing back Or right wing He's not there And you're left with Frimpong um, it's, I'm sure it's a problem That Neil Lennon Recognises It'll be interesting to see Who his bench is made up of Um Near Beaton obviously comes into that as well Right centre half can play So the right side has has taken a fair whack And you're left with Frimpong being the creative force Of course you can move El Yanusi out there and, and, and play 
you know, with him coming in on his left, but it's not ideal. Not what Neil Lennon's done in the past on his right side. He's tried it in the left and it works in the left. He's not really tried a left footer on the right that much. So um it'll be a problem if something happens to Fring Pong's um and that's a long shot, obviously, but uh, it just shows you how a few of these injuries and, and COVID affects not just your starting lineup, but your plans if things aren't going right in the game. How do you change it? Uh, and you need to make the decisions quickly. It might not be as simple as Neil's had in the past. Just to remind you, Celtic do go into the game one point behind Rangers, but with a game in hand. Neil Lennon says it's too early, though, for anyone to get carried away either way. We had too early. I mean, we had this conversation after we won at Ibrox last year. And then after we lost at Salt Lake Park in December, and it, it didn't pan out the way people assumed it was going to or predicted. So, no, we are on a good run. We're going to maintain that consistency. I want to get all the players back fit because we've got a, a real heavy block of games coming up with great games, very exciting games for the players to really thrive on. And it's unfortunate, really unfortunate, that there's going to be no supporters there to see it. But... You know, for the players, for the individual performances and for the club and for the team development, they're brilliant games to look forward to. Thanks a lot to Frank and Greenock. First time we've spoken to you, Frank. Have a good weekend. Um, Mark, this notion of the first old firm game of the season and, and laying down a marker, you hear it, is that a real thing? Does it does it matter? Yeah, it does matter. I so. um, always loved winning the first one. Um, because you're neck and neck, you know, into the season, you are, are quite often you're neck and neck. And the the big one is the the old firm one, and and you get a real feel. So did you always? Where the, did you always? You and your teammates always place extra importance on the first one. I, well, I, I know I certainly did, yeah. And look, I've been the receiving end. Of, uh, you know, been beat a few of them. I've won a few of them. I, it doesn't guarantee anything at the end of the season, obviously. But I think it just lifts the full place. There's a lot of pressure going into these, uh, going into each season. And I, I said it before. You always look for that first game. And if you're building, if you're going on quite nicely and you get beat in that game, it can have a, a, an overlying effect. And on the flip side of that, if you're going along nicely and win it, it just mm-hmm. boosts everything up until that next one at the new year. So hugely important. Um, I say it doesn't guarantee you anything come May, but uh, it certainly <laughs> makes you feel a lot better about yourself uh, in October, November Can time. you even begin to imagine one of these fixtures playing in it with no fans? No, no, that's... I mean, that's a real tragedy about the thing. The, the fans, mate, it's great coming up against top players, your top competition, but the fans make the fixture. They really do. I mean, the atmosphere at both places was just, uh, you know, it put the hairs in your arms, uh, make it stand on edge, and it was just fantastic. So I can't imagine how it's going to be being in a quiet stadium. Yeah, so... When you're in the dressing room on an old firm day, can you hear the crowd in the dressing room? Uh, not so much. Not so you've much. Got big ears. No, <laughs> like you. No, not so much. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, but as soon as you step out the dressing room door, uh, I mean, going into the corridor, of course you can hear everything. So, so. Will, will the players have to? Because I would imagine it's it's the crowd, it's the intensity, it's the atmosphere that that adds that gives you that mental start. You usually get is mm. frantic, and sometimes it never settles yeah. down. Do you think that will that still happen? That's a good point I mean you'd think that the two sets of players Are that fired up Because it's that fixture And because you want to get one over On the top players But you're right The atmosphere does drive things on In that first 10-15 minutes That's why the game is so frantic Oh, I they mean, got the atmosphere's everything yeah, That's what I can remember About my, my debut at Celtic Park 
walking out and I couldn't believe the noise it hits you just as you're getting, you know, onto the pitch. Mm. It's incredible. You couldn't even talk to someone five mm. yards away. You couldn't hear anything apart well, from the we, we were saying that last night and now you'll be able to hear all the shouts between the yeah, players yeah, and yeah, the yeah. managers. Can you imagine that night? You just heard, sorry, Sasa. Really sorry. Yeah. Sorry, oh, Sasa. Okay, I didn't mean okay. it. I didn't mean it. I'm yeah. a caring guy. What yeah. can I say? Yeah. Um, Who are you? <laughs> what he said back in the dressing room before it, yeah. Mark, because it is such a big game. How did, did the players prepare differently? What, yeah. what, what sticks out at you, memories wise? Did anyone do anything strange in, no, in preparation? I mean, no, I wouldn't say the players did anything differently. I think when you're at that level um, and you're an elite player for Celtic and Rangers, you're pretty much setting your mindset anyway. I think the managers maybe well I can only speak from my point of view managers maybe took it a wee bit different you can imagine what Neil was like um, for, for Celtic Rangers games and how he got the, the players fired up I mean he didn't need to but you could see how much it meant to him you know, Tony Mowbray <laughs> chalk and cheese slightly quieter did his team meeting you know at the at the hotel and it was tactically it wasn't so much about motivation with him Gordon was the same as Neil that he understood what the fixture was so more seen it from the management and the coaching team rather than the players the players are are much in that zone from the Friday Friday training session into the game on Saturday that they're kind of zoned out mm. um, but again I don't know how how all this will affect them it may be a totally different fixture we may just find it's exactly the same That guys like Scott Brown And Steve Davis Have been over the course before And are able to To drag the The new players along with them And tell th- them the I sense of the occasion think, uh, You know the crowd is a big loss Of course it is There's no doubt I just think that Once that whistle blows Mark, I think the passion The, the pace Everything will I think it'll still be there yeah, The pace yeah, of the game Yeah I That's do. the thing I, I worry about I, I hope pace, the yeah. pace of the game Is still the same I, I hope it's not A, a, a tame start that's you know full of kind of timing the ball and passing it backwards. Old firm games are never like that. Hundred mile an hour because of, because the yeah. crowd because you know what it's like when you get that first touch and the crowd's mm. on you. You think you have to rush a pass and that's why it's right, I've got ping pong. I've got a stat for you to try to back up this theory, right? Because it's all well and good throwing these things out. In the fifteen seasons of this century, that Celtic and Rangers have both been in in the top flight. Mm-hmm. How many times do you think the team that won the opening Old Firm game of the season went on to win the league? Out of 15, out of the last 15 seasons that they shared the top flight? I'm going 8. I'll go 10. 4. <laughs> Four. So Four. there we go. The notion of it laying down a marker. Doesn't guarantee Yeah, and that's what I said, but it makes you feel good about yourself. <laughs> For a couple of weeks. There and we go. Uh, right, just before we're going to speak to Andy very soon. What about your team? Oh, funny that. We've got Andy, Andy on the line. Uh, we're looking for Andy's or Andrews, who've played for Rangers since 2000. Marvin Andrews, Andy Halliday, Andy Little, Andy Webster. Andy Murdoch. He's got a belt on. Brilliant. Andy, well done. Murdoch. Andy Murdoch. That's a great shoot. I've got an R one. Got Andy Firth. Oh, magnificent. He's, in, he's hopeless at beat the pundit, but good at the full time teaser. No, it's funny I that. Beat, I get beat well. It's almost like it beat the pundit. He doesn't have time to get someone to text him the answers. Well, and you then can look at my buy... phone. I've not touched my phone. Right, okay. Gives a look at that phone. What, what else what, you got in what, that phone? What position, does, what what position does Andy Firth play? Goalkeeper. Okay. <laughs> Somebody must have taken some position. Oh, yeah, as well. exactly. <laughs> you want his date of birth? <laughs> anymore? I've not got any Right, more, we'll no. leave it there. We'll get the answers and we'll speak to Andy. There's a bit of a theme developing here next. 
number one for football in Glasgow and the West. 0141-951-1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard This is your public apology from Clyde One Super Scoreboard oh. Producer Dan has had an absolute nightmare See after training Mark Whoever was the worst in training Would they need to wear a, a daft outfit Aye. Producer Dan is going to be wearing the yellow jersey See that stat that we gave you before the break It's Flip it on its head It's the other way around So see everything that, that we said before the break Just ignore it yeah. Only four times this century Has the, t- the team That won the first Old Firm game Has not Gone on To win the league Honestly We all make mistakes It's how you shift blame Onto Somebody else He's in charge Of the cameras I wonder if we could Train the camera On that I phone get Dan, through there guy. Just to see it's the colour Of his face Look at him <laughs> Honestly So I'm going to re- I hope no one Switched off Um at that last break Because oh, they're they going to tell their work tell Let me repeat that Only four seasons Four times since 2000 The team that won the first Old Firm game of the season Has not gone on to win the league So it does lay down a marker yeah. It does stand you in good stead It is a psychological yeah, boost yeah, Mark yeah. Wilson Like I said Like I said I said 10 What was that 11 then it would So you be. were close So 11 out of the 15 seasons that Celtic and Rangers have both been in the top flight together since 2000 11 out of 15 the winner of the first Old Firm game has gone on to win the league just shows you how important it's going to be Gordon I really am looking forward to this I really am I think it's, it'll be exciting I know that we won't have the crowd you go to the game I'm no, in he's in here. I'm in here. Yeah. Uh, very quickly on the teaser, Andrew Kincelskis does not count. You, Gordon Dialak, seriously <laughs> asked me that during no, the break. I did you not. did. <laughs> Andrew Kincelskis. Andrew. I may have a nickname. Right, quick, go, go, go. I was struggling oh, here. Okay. Oh, right, I'll give you some more time. Let's bring in another Andy, who's a Rangers fan, on the line. What's your main consideration for the team this weekend, Andy? How you doing, guys? I'm just saying I'm the one that Andrew's on the list anyway. You are not. You are not. <laughs> No, I don't, I'm quite confident that the only thing I was thinking about was who are we going to play to up front? And I don't know when Alfred Morelos comes back. Is he back? Is he back this now or is he back tomorrow? Yeah, I think he's coming back tomorrow. It will be tomorrow by the time he's he's fully back. <clears throat> um, is that is that bringing doubt into your mind well, about whether he should play? Well, Gordon, I'm like Gordon. I mean, I like Morelos, you know what I mean? But I just, we need to, I must have a nightmare for the manager now, you know what I mean? To see who's going to put, to see what he's like, what kind of, you know, uh, what kind of frame of mind he's in, you know, the travelling and all that. So I was going to say, if they don't play, if they don't play him, we'll definitely go on the bench. Would, would, would you go, would you, the boys think Depot and Atten to start? By the way, well, Andy's not alone in asking the question. Chris has just mm. tweeted in to say, with Morelos having a relatively quiet start to the season and his mm. reputation of being easy to wind up, combined with form and goals throughout the rest of the squad, is there a case to start Defoe instead? There's a case to start, um, not just Defoe, I don't know, is Roof fit? Well, he's not been fit. I'm not yeah, going to get a, a last he, update he from Stephen Gerrard tomorrow. Well, who's, who scored two against Mal. I think Morelos will start. I think he'll start as a lone striker. Will he break his duck? I'll, I'll wait to Saturday before my uh, prediction. What, full time? Yeah, probably. Um, I, I don't think that. Why can't you predict that now? Will Alfredo Morelos score this weekend? Um, I'm going to say. I don't know. I'll wait oh, to Saturday. For it's not that hard. I mean, it's yeah, just a it's, prediction. I'd like, yeah, I'll I'd say like, no, I'd, and you say aye, and then. I'd like to. No, no, no. <laughs> I'd like to. Covered all. I'd like bases. to hear how 
he comes back, how he's feeling. Stuff but what are you going to do? Phone him tonight? No, you'll get reports, and I like from to do who? my homework. I'll who get, are you going to get, get reports I'll, from? I'll get people on the inside <laughs> in the Colombian <laughs> national team. <laughs> <laughs> and you think about it, right? As much as it is the travelling, because I think he come on the fifty first minute. Um, so he's not really had a lot of game time. If he gets back, he's feeling fresh. He's like Edward. You, your manager sits down, has a chat it's with him. Not the like Edward. Edward's not no, done a no, thing but, in ten days. No, but when they're arriving for a game, you know it's not uh, the, the the best preparation. LR, by the way, has tweeted. I don't know if LR is is a pilot or is particularly in the know. Has he got him but in she the plane? says Morelos is back. He came back tonight. There we go. I have no reason to to not believe. Well, that. I I will say he will start. There you go. You happy with that, Mark? Well, it took a wee while to get there, but uh, I, I think. Show by the way, I think that makes a difference if he's back tonight yeah, compared da- David, to David. David says he's already back. He's posted pictures on his social media of him in his house. There you go. All ah, right, there you go. So that's conclusive evidence. But right, Andy, does that, that does that change your mind? Or change I mean, your thinking? Thinking? I'm just like I'm just thinking. I still think we should go two up front because Morelos has been lying a wee bit deeper in the last few games. You know what I mean? And I just think we could we could push the two up front, you know, rather than just because he's the last couple of games, Morelos hasn't really been in Andy, the box. Who would you push up front was. with him then? Who would you push up? I, I, I would put that. No, honestly, right? That, okay, so you need up. to sacrifice one of your midfield players. Who's it going to be? That's well, that's a hard one. Nah, that's see, a hard one. It's difficult. That, mm. uh, and I know, I know, he scored against Motherwell, but. Cedric Eaton to start this game that that would go down as a curveball would it not? Yeah, I, I can't see it. I, he came on the other night, didn't he? Um, for his national side, but no, I can't see this one. I think Morelos will play. I think the way uh, you know he has been coming deeper, but you get Kent running in behind. I think that's been a a noticeable improvement in Rangers tactics and them getting success. So I think that might be. The case um, I do think it's important That he arrive tonight If he's arriving tomorrow night And not get any time With the team Then it's a problem But yeah I can see him starting um, Okay thank you to Andy In finishing for his call What about the, 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 the sort of form That we've seen this season Everyone keeps talking about Rangers main man now Actually isn't Alfredo Morelos It's, it's Ryan Kent Does yeah. he Remain Rangers best chance Of winning And, and Celtics On the flip side Celtics Best chance of, of Being hurt well, Kent's Kent's a match winner for Rangers. Um, he's been pretty consistent. I know we had somebody a Rangers fan on here a couple of weeks ago saying, "I don't know what I've been watching because he's he's been in and out of games." That was, I think, the night after he won Player of the Month. Um, so I I really do think he's been outstanding uh, since the start of the season. He I think he obviously laps it up playing in these games. He's had success in these games. Uh, before so he's certainly the danger man that Celtic have to try and find a system that that makes him have a quiet afternoon because he can play in, he, he's playing a number of ways now he's not just playing as an out and out winger he's coming in the pitch he's going longer so how does Celtic stop him then because probably the quietest game he's had would be Hibs at Easter Road yeah what, what, what did Hibs do to, well, for, to I, force him into areas? I, I, or? I think the, the Hibs centre-halves uh, went the full way with him uh, Whether he came in the pitch um, Into those little pockets and little holes that It's so difficult to pick up I think Hibs centre-halves just locked right on him And I wonder if Celtic will be brave enough To go that full way as well if, Whoever it is, if it's a Julian or an I or whoever I think you've got to stop, stop the supply ball get yeah, into him yeah. You know, and letting him get turned on you Because he's got... You know he's very clever. He's a good player. 
he's playing with a lot of confidence. I think Rangers have got two or three players like that, maybe even four. I think Tavernier and Barisic in the left hand sides in terrific form. Arfield is a big favourite of mine. Kent's there. They're potential guys that can turn the game for you and win the game, but Celtic have got the same. Um, there is absolutely no doubt I must admit I don't spend the show going through Instagram Because I'm, I'm busy looking after YouTube But how do we look and, and right enough Peter Downey sent me it as well Not only has Alfredo Morelos got a picture He's actually in front of a sign which says Welcome home So he's, he's, he's oh, undeniably no home about it. He's, he's got balloons and, um, and a cake and all sorts so, I could have been Hold on, that could have been his house in Columbia. That could be anything. No, it's it three minutes. An hour ago, he posted it. You know, he's he's here by the looks of it. Mm, he could have he could have taken that picture before he left, and then oh, it's all set up. No. Let's start a conspiracy. Do you not like think that? if it was his house in Colombia, the welcome home would have been in Spanish? <laughs> no, because they've thought of this. They've they've yeah. changed it it's to English. A double bluff. Aye, you can't. Is yeah. that is that a cake? Would you be advising eating a cake two nights before the game? Why? I don't know. Well, Sir Alex Ferguson made Manchester United eat Jaffa cakes. What? Yeah. Oh, what's that, yeah. Good, what's that that's, good doing? That's so a cake's good for you. <laughs> it's funny it? how things just pop into your what, head. What, Where's that? That, that is that's true. Where did you find that? At? The chase. It was on the quiz. Was that? Was that? Right, you've got. We're out of time, but don't worry. We can do this more tomorrow night. Full two hour build up tomorrow night. Right, quickly. You, you've got loads of these Andys I, to get I through. I've got a cracker. Quick. Because we're nearly out of time From Leicester, Andy King Andy King, yes, brilliant We one. barely saw him But he's there, keep going I don't know He's closed now, Gordon Right um, Famous footballing family He's got a brother Who played for Inverness Shinny Yep Gordon's pal Shinny for Andrew Shinny yep. I did, yeah um, Same name as your favourite referee Dallas Andrew Dallas uh, yeah, yeah. Young boys, couple of these young, phone, youngsters. Yeah. Andrew uh, Dallas. Yeah. Right, what about one going back to '99 to 2004? That was the spell he was there, and he's been down. He's 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 been about no in the kind of lower no, leagues and, Webster, and so on since. Oh no! What position? Centre back, I think. Andy. Oh, Andy Dowie. Yes. yes. Good shout. Brilliant. Many we got. Had a, one more to go. Um, again, youngster, 2010 to 2014. Nah. Gives a wee clue. Second initial I think Grant and Phil From EastEnders Mitchell Mitchell Andrew, Andrew Mitchell. Mitchell Nah Nah There we go Right thank you Mark Wilson And Gordon DL The end of the show Came a bit too quickly there We were just getting Into our stride But don't worry We're back at 6 o'clock tomorrow Very interested to hear What Hugh Keevans Has to say Ahead of the weekend Make sure you join us At 6 And in the meantime Just stay right there Barry Wilkins is up next <laughs>